from the cold, dark tundra comes the legend of a generational man who inspires teams of less than 11 players. A motivator who leads talented young men to step out of the shadows and rise up to become future leaders of America. A man who only sleeps while he blinks. A man who some say was sent here by the gods of thunder and lightning to deliver us from the depths of ordinary alcohol, one duck drink at a time. Friends, you may know this dark warrior as Chad Greenway, but when the world calls for a hero, they ask for Nordic Thunder! Yes, it is Nordic Thunder, and uh, let's just get it out of the way right away. Um, he's, again, the champion of all the games that have been played. Uh, Bauer, what is it, like 100 to 12? High scores. Well, look, he he laid us out. He, he brought us back in a couple of different times in high school football picks yeah, this season. Yeah, he taunted us. Yeah, he, he taunted us. He let us feel like we maybe we could be doing something good. And then he showed up as the man who knew all about football in the final week before the final. I like to call it he was playing prevent for a couple of weeks, just allowing us to get a few of, uh, yards sure. down the field sure. and then just blitz. Then laid us out. He was just waiting for an opening to hit us hard, and he did. Right. Uh, because, Jake, you had uh, three correct picks in week number 12 of high school picks. I had two, so I was one less you. Chad just trumped us both with six picks. He only got one wrong, what? basically, in Let's the entirety go. of the week. What? So uh, when you look at the final score that we have for high school football picks, Chad had 52, Jake had 47, I had 45. What? Oh, yeah. Absolute blowout. Yeah. Yeah. It was a semifinals. He, he toyed us. He toyed with us until the semifinals and then just laid us out flat and we had no retaliation at all. Just out of curiosity, <laughs> did you do this because that's your number when you played for the Vikings? <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to, I, I kind of slowed down. I just wanted to make sure that you guys had a chance right. first of all, just to kind of keep you coming back week to week so and keep taking money off you guys. And then um, just playing you just a little bit. And then, you know, here we go. We end of the season. I'm like, you know what? Let's just end on 52 to keep this a nice, crisp, clean number. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I just called my shot. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, talk about being a real pro. I mean, like, let's see. What's my number here? 52? Yeah, let's literally, end with 52 wins. Let's literally the week before he had two wins and then pops back in with six in the state oh. semis. So, I mean, he just knew what was going us. on. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Congratulations, um, I Jack. just want to tell everybody, you know, he played in the NFL for 11 <laughs> seasons. He has a bit of an advantage. A little bit. That's it. Well, I don't know if it's an advantage. I mean, you're just getting kind of lucky with high school football games, but you guys can make whatever excuse you want. <laughs> yeah, totally fine with me. All right. Okay. Um, now turning to even some uh, tougher news. Are we going to see just kind of a dismantling of the Vikings over the next couple of weeks? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I think that we... Um, you know, last week was a tough one. Yeah. It really was. The last two weeks were tough. I mean, obviously, you go to Denver and you expect to win that football game. Um, you don't. You obviously find a way to lose that thing, which just felt like we, we gave it away. Mm -hmm. it's, that's the unfortunate part. Um, and then this last week, um, obviously, you lose to a Bears team that, you know, we can, we can say what we want. They've been playing certainly better. Uh, but that's just a game. If you want to make the playoffs, you just simply have to win. And I think when you... When you think along those lines, you go in there and you see what we did offensively or what we didn't do offensively, uh, just a paltry performance. Um, you know, the crazy part is, is no, we're not out of it yet. 
Um, we still have a very good chance of, of doing something here down the stretch, but we, we, the time is now, and now you kind of get yourself back to the situation. Um, I'm not, you know, of course you have to ask the answer the questions about, you know, who's going to play quarterback, what's the situation there. Um, but you know, Jer- uh, Jalen Hall has, has you know, played well in his small time that he got a chance before he got concussed. So maybe you give him a shot to give him some juice back to this football team. Cause at the end of the day, all that really matters is us taking the playoffs. We don't really care who's running the show. Let me ask you as a former Viking, um, there, another former Viking just came out yesterday and said that it's time to trade, uh, the quarterback, because when you've had an injury like he's had at his age, so many years into it, that there's no way he's going to come back for Kirk. Yep. So as a yeah. former Viking and you know, this injury and you know, you know, that obviously how, to, how hard it is to, you know, get over any type of injury, but to come back and play, what are your thoughts? No, well, here's what I'll say about that. I mean, I, you, you've seen guys in other leagues in the NBA, Kevin Durant, these guys who have poor Achilles and have come back and, and have continued to play well. I mean, you look at the quarterback position and clearly it's a physical position, but um, you know, the, the movements and stuff that he's making, I don't think are going to be affected nearly as bad as people think. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, we know Kirk was playing extremely good. We know what he was, what he's capable of doing. We, you kind of know what you get with him, which is, which is pretty rare in the quarterback position. Um, you know, what you do have to know is you, you know, I, I wouldn't get rid of him for the injury purpose. You know, the reason you'd have to move on is because you just financially can't, you know, be a solvent organization if you pay him that much money. But at the same time, who else are you going to go get? Yeah. Are you going to go trust the draft and just start over? Yeah. Um, okay, if you do that, then why do you pay Justin Jefferson, you know, $250 million if, if we have no way to throw him the football? So when, it's a big question mark that has to be answered. It's not my, it, you know, I don't, thankfully, my paycheck doesn't rely upon it. Um, but somebody's does, and Coyce, you got to make that decision for this football team and see what's going to happen next year. It's going to be very, very interesting to see how it plays out. And didn't Adrian have the same injury and come back with like a monster year the next year? He had that he, was an ACL. ACL oh, yeah. oh well, that's right. Okay, but he did come back and he won the MVP the next year. Right. Um. So I mean, you know, injuries just simply aren't what they used to be. I mean, at the end of the day, like yes, the, the, you know, the body has to heal. You have to go through your process. Um. But with all the technology and with the recovery. Um, systems are in place now. These these guys, you know, come back really, really strong and good. I mean, I tore my ACL my first my rookie year. You know, played for ten more years after that. I tore my first ACL my freshman year of college. I played fifteen years on that knee. Wow. Um, and feel and feel completely fine. And that was you know in two thousand six. So so um, you know things have certainly changed in that in the last you know fifteen sixteen years. Well, and so Bauer stepped his toe in the office a couple of weeks back, and I've, he's been laid up for yeah, a while. Yeah, I still now, got an so. air cast on May it. God rest his soul. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I think what you're, what you're also saying is that when you're talking about a quarterback position, it's not nearly the kind of concern you would have as for a wide receiver, for a running back, somebody who's got to be in constant motion throughout the length of a game when you've got that kind of an injury, right? You can be a pocket passer and be relatively if safe. you've got protection on the line. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. There's some quarterbacks yeah. out there that are getting well, killed. I think the answer to your question is like the idea is like, you know, he's not out there making these massive cuts. And in the, yeah. But the crazy part is this, you know, he, when he got hurt, it wasn't some massive cut. He was simply planting and mm-hmm. pushing off and going. So right. I think it just shows you kind of the, the this injury and the history of it and kind of where, what can, you know, how it can take place. Um, I, you know, I wouldn't make the decision based off of that. No. I would make the decision based off of dollars and cents and where you're, you know, what the direction of your quarterback position is going to be. Or if you want to start over and, you know, financially puts us in a way better position to start over and draft, um, maybe keep one of these guys that are, that are currently here and just see what you can get. But then again, you're starting over and what's that going to do for you? 
Yeah. Well, and also with the Lions and that just awful defeat at home during Thanksgiving. Oh, thank you that for bringing that up. The, the layout a little bit too, huh? Well, it gave us an opportunity. I mean, that's what it did, and that's what that's what makes these last two losses so so important, so vital. Because you obviously you look at you look at the Lions with the Lions loss. It's like you win these two, man. You're in this. You're in this comp, uh, this division. You have a chance to win it. And, and obviously, we just we dropped that ball, and and we're not in that position now. And we have a long ways to go. The nice part is, of course, we played the Lions twice. But yeah. the bad part is, we played the Lions twice. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the reality well, is. As much as we want to have an opportunity to go take care of our own business um, and do well, you know, obviously they're right there and they they want to finish strong as well. And they're a good football team. So it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. Well, and Chad, we just had the announcement that Jefferson's going to be returning after the break. At least that's the reports right now. Do you, How much of a difference do you think he makes in the past two games if he's there? If even it's 75 or 80 percent, I know he's talked about how he doesn't want to return until he's 100 percent. But let's say... He comes back at 75, 80, 85 percent. How much of a difference maker is he in those last two games? Oh, I think he's huge. I mean, I think you could see it in some of the passing game this past week when when we need guys to get open to one-on-one situations. And part of it was our line holding up. Part of it was the quarterback not identifying things quick enough and making some bad throws and obviously turning the ball over, which was the, really the, the key of the game. Um, and thirdly, I think it was just the inability of certain guys to get open in one-on-one situations. And, and that's something that you can always trust with. Uh, with JJ, that he's going to be open. All right, before we let you go, uh, two last questions. One, where do you see it now that we're getting towards the end of the season? Who do you see as the 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 top dogs in the NFL now going into the final couple of weeks? Yeah, I mean, you look at what Philly's doing. I mean, they they are incredibly impressive. Um, they can beat you in so many different ways. I feel like um, Jalen Hurts runs at a at a crazy efficient level. Um, just when he needs to do it, he does it. Um, so it, it's very, you know, very much looking like they could come out of the NFC without question. I think Detroit's got a football team in the NFC um, that can that can beat the Eagles. I really do. I think because of their physical nature and what they kind of bring to the table, as they're well coached. Um, you know, and of course, just to speak on the Vikings and where they're at, obviously the Niners are another great team that can that can beat anybody. But, you know, we, we've, we've proven that we can be anybody. So, you know, give us a nod if we can make the playoffs to have a shot at it. Right. Um, just gonna see how this that next uh, month plays out, obviously. Um, but the Niners and the, and the Eagles, uh, you know, on the, in the NFC and the West and the, uh, the AFC, you know, just waiting to see like who's going to come up and challenge the chiefs. You know, there's been some teams that have been threatened and flirted with that, but nobody's really taken the kind of taking the onus and saying, well, it's going to be us. I mean, the bills certainly aren't who we thought they were. The Steelers are kind of hanging around aren't who they thought we were. The dolphins, um, you know, obviously to the shot of the Eagles and we're even close to that level. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see how that side plays out too. But you, you know, you like the dolphins over there. You like obviously the, um, the chiefs. So yeah, very interesting to see how this whole thing plays out. You know, curious to see what's going to happen down South with Houston and, and if they keep, keep winning uh, the Jaguars in the South, um, you know, have, have been surprisingly good with a young quarterback. So, you, know, you look at the, what the Jaguars and what these other other teams have done with young quarterbacks. It takes them some time to build, but they've gotten there, and that's something maybe you look to for our Vikings to say, what is the next step for us? And maybe that's a maybe that's a model that we use. Okay, right. over the uh, holiday weekend, I, I tried this new recipe that I found online with gray duck. It's uh, maraschino cherry juice, ginger ale. Oh cranberry juice, orange juice, and gray duck vodka Ooh. called Rudolph's Tipsy Punch, and it is delicious. That sounds delicious. Oh, my goodness. 
Um, yeah. It wasn't too sweet, was it? No, well, you know, it depends on if you don't like sweet. I do. I'm, I'm more of that fruit drink. I like the uh, the, the yeah, umbrellas. He likes, he likes an umbrella. If it could be in a I, tiki well, cup, he would have that. So that would be what he's looking for. It sounds like it could be like a little bit. It's got the. It sounds like it could be like a Moscow mulish with some juice in it. I mean, that sounds fun. Mm, it's punched. It's like a good. It's like Kool Aid for men. <laughs> so Santa Chad, I, Santa, I am in on that because I love again, like your point is, I'll I'll have a nice dry bourbon or red wine, but I love a you know a sweet drink here or there as well. Absolutely. So Santa Chad, what is the the number one thing that you would say at this point from Gray Duck that needs to be a, a gift given this holiday season? Um, I would say our uh, I would say our spiked nitro cold brew. Yeah, um, that I looks think good. our spiked cold brew around the holiday season, you can put this thing in a martini glass. It's seven percent ABV. Um, the 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 quality of the coffee product. A great after dinner drink. Um, oh. Those want to keep the party going. Um, it's a it's it's great packaging. It's obviously made with caribou coffee. Yeah, extremely good and fun. Um, so yeah, add that to your holiday wish list. You know, get a good old bottle of vodka. It's great to look on the mantle yes, as well. Yes, so yes. Grab a bottle of great vodka. You place that right on your mantle. Santa may or may not take it. He doesn't <laughs> no. the rest of the day. I bet you could put that in a nice glass with some whipped cream and some shaved like peppermint on top. I'm thinking you can also probably exactly a little Irish cream if you wanted. um, If you do decide to warm it up, um, you won't lose that alcohol content. Oh, good! Buttery smooth drink. I'm liking the ideas here. And not to mention, you know, going into uh, you know high school uh, basketball and volleyball and stuff. uh, Mom and dad need a little something when they get home. Yeah, a little stress reliever, exactly. Right. High school basketball season has kicked off. I know my two girls already had their first two varsity games, and, and it's rolling this week. Um, the Minnesota Score Feed app, you know, during the winter is crazy busy because it's every night there's games uh, when the girls and boys basketball and and uh, girls and boys hockey are rolling. You know, we're 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 doing like 400 games a night just in Minnesota alone. Whoa, um, it's crazy how busy the uh, the app gets and. Now that we have so many fans, there's live scoring games that makes our lives a lot easier, which is fun. That's so cool. We'll do it again next Thursday as we get uh, closer to the end of this NFL season and things start to shape up. Thank you, Nordic Thunder. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Those are just facts you got from the internet. Jake and Bauer.